It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Happy Thanksgiving to you. It is VSIN's primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could join us tonight. Hope it has been a wonderful Thanksgiving, or if you're still eating in mid-food, in mid, how can I put this, mid, is it the food part of it, or is it the slumber part of it already? Whatever you're doing, I hope it's been a wonderful time with family. We are watching and betting football all night. I think that's what we're doing. Uh, we've been doing it all day. We've had one NFL final already. Detroit try as hard as they might lose to Chicago earlier today. And right now, pretty good game between the Raiders and the Cowboys. Raiders have led the whole way. It's 24 to 19, seven minutes left in the third quarter. Cowboys just had a kickoff return for a touchdown from Tony Pollard. Uh, strangely, went for a PAT to cut the lead to four. A penalty on the Raiders then sort of bailed them out of that horrible decision to kick a PAT from the one they decided correctly to go for two this time, and they failed to convert that. So they end up worse off despite the bailout. Well, anytime you can get it to the one and then run a play that pitches the ball back to you the gotta six, do it. you should definitely do you that. You do should that. go backwards five yards to have to get the <laughs> one yard for sure if you can definitely uh, do that at all costs. Um, one college football game to come, that is Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Two and a half points in favor of Mississippi State in that one, 65-65 and a half the total there. And, of course, we have the Bills and the Saints still to come as well. Bills 
are seven point now road favorites there over the Saints, 44 and a half to 45. Your total in that one, it is official. No Camara and no Mark Ingram Ooh. for the Saints tonight in this one. So it will be kind of a hodgepodge of who is running the ball for the Saints back there in this one. And we were, if you were watching the show yesterday, hopefully, and look, it still might not hit, but hopefully you got in on some sort of Matt Breida uh, prop if anything popped up because we were kind of guessing maybe there could be some Zach Moss shenanigans going on. And, and sure enough, he's a healthy scratch for the Buffalo Bills tonight in that one. So it's going to be Singletary and Brita in the backfield for the Bills in that one. Yeah, you, you definitely called that one correct. Where where you sort of got, uh, I don't know, undermined was on the whole C.D. Lamb thing we, today. We, listen, for all the good the beat writers do us, so I'm not going to do any cursing and all that stuff. They've yeah. made me a lot of money over the years for being able to be on the ground and get the inside information and help us out with betting. But yesterday, it was basically all but said that C.D. Lamb was going to uh, was gonna suit up in this game for the Cowboys, which led me to go ahead and take that teaser with the Cowboys and the and the Bills, and um, that ended up not being the case. So he did not go, and you can tell. The, I mean, just the firepower with this Cowboys offense. We, you know, yeah. we've seen this with with. You cannot be down your top two guys, and then Zeke's hurt, so he's hardly even playing at all in, in this game as well. Like it's just, it's just a completely different team without well, those guys out th- there. This is this is my point against them against the Chiefs. This was how they were against the Chiefs. They just couldn't do anything without those two wideouts in the second half. So C.D. Lamb ends up – you know the other thing about the C.D. Lamb thing that also is – I won't use the word upsetting because the poor guy had a concussion, but the fact that we actually voiced – you actually voiced it out loud. You were like, you can't really speed along a concussion. Yeah. yeah. So you you sort of went against your own instincts, Why right? Does, yeah, it was just – it made no sense. Why does everybody else not get cleared until, yeah. like, Saturday? And right. then somehow he was going to be able to get cleared on Thursday. Yeah. And it was like, oh, no, he's cleared the, all the stages. And, you knew better. Yeah, still, and it's yeah. like – and still, golly. But it's okay. Yeah. Like I said – you guys, beat right. You guys have done great for me over the years, so I'm not. I'm not cursing you, but this one's gonna. This one's not going to. Uh, doesn't. Well, look, it's only a five point game, but still, yeah. it's. Uh, oh, it's definitely still in the balance. Yeah. Derek Carr with a scramble to just uh, convert a third down. Five forty six left in the third. Raiders up twenty four to nineteen. Uh, in game number on the Raiders, best I could tell right now is looks like two and a half. Two and a half in favor of Las Vegas. Two and a half with reduced juice. Uh, in game total right now sixty one. Um, so, and by the way, we should say, we hope for the, obviously anybody who has a concussion, we hope a speedy recovery. Concussions are a serious matter. So CeeDee Lamb was ruled out earlier today. Um, Dallas also today, and this is not necessarily a story for today, but will be moving forward. Dallas is without three assistant coaches because of COVID, including assistant uh, offensive line and also head coach, assistant head coach and offensive line coach Joe Philbin, who tested positive today after feeling symptoms. And so this is sort of sprouting up more and more now in the National Football League, and they are going to have even more stringent protocol after this week. So we're going to have to keep abreast of all of that, Mm. too, because this is becoming, obviously, as the winter comes, we're not completely over this pandemic globally, and we're seeing it manifest in the National Football League. We're, we're far from where we were a year ago, that's for sure, but obviously it still has effect uh, on this sport. By the way, Darren Waller hurt himself earlier in this ballgame in the second quarter. He is done for the day for the Raiders. So Derek Carr and company operating without their safety net uh, and their safety blanket, Darren Waller. They're a number one target. 
As you mentioned earlier today, the uh, Bears beat the Lions 16-14. to Of course, that stays under, and uh, but they do not cover. There was I, They push on the very final number. This thing did get all the way down to two at some books. Two and a half majority of the day. If you got it yesterday when we were on it, it was three. So uh, Lions cover the, the three, the two and a half, and it pushes on the two if you waited until the very, very end to get in on this thing on the Lions. Um, it was... A very ugly football game. Ooh. It was a very <laughs> maddening football game. Yep. Here's the thing. It's the Lions, and they're 0-10, and, and so nobody cares. But Dan Campbell coached one of the worst games agree. in the history of the NFL today, <laughs> and no one cares. No, and no one bothers. And no one cares. There, there's no point in going over it. It was yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah. The, the, the final sequence of that game where the Lions used their three timeouts. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they threw a flag on that, too? I was about to say, finally, a third down stop without a flag. So a no. third down and long, and Deshaun, they just send Deshaun out deep because that's what you do with Deshaun. And it was incomplete. And are they throwing a flag here for a P.I. or a hold? A P.I. on the Dallas Cowboys. And so that's a spot of foul. They're going to be in plus territory. That should be holding, and that should that be should a five-yard. Yeah. It should be holding. That's yes. exactly right. Like That should be a five-yard and a first down, not a spot foul. And so, golly, this has been a – this has been a poorly officiated game today. Um, and, man, a lot of flags. Like, it is. Yeah, I don't know if it's it, – it, first of all, there was, a, there was a roughing the passer on Derek Carr this previous drive, which was 100% a horrific call that led to a Raiders touchdown. That one, I will say, is the worst call of the day. The others, I would just say, they're just, they're just throwing too many, right? Yeah. They should there be eating a lot of these. as well, like some, some phantom – like, I mean, phantom holding call. It's just been they're, – they're definitely getting there. And they they have, know everyone's watching. They're getting their they're getting their uh, yeah they're getting TV their time. TV time. Yeah, yeah, they know they're getting their TV time. And, and you know wh- whether you want to say it's one sided or not, they they have happened to come mostly against the Dallas Cowboys. Well, they certainly have. By, by the way, the Detroit Lions. Getting back to that, and, and a couple things. One, this is why the Raiders acquired Deshaun Jackson, right? Anthony Brown, who we've mentioned on this show before, was the guy who got flagged for the PI. He's been toasted on this program mm-hmm. before this year. Um, but back to the Lions for a second. So the sequence with the with the uh, with the timeouts at the end, where they're like, they they were forced to use timeouts, not when they wanted to, but because of their own lack of structure, they were forced to use two of their three timeouts. It was just it's it was mind boggling to watch a professional football team go through that, and then the holds, Matt. The offensive line, you could have picked one of three offensive linemen on, like, five different plays to flag him for offensive line. It's like, guys, you know that's a flag, and, right? You and, can't do that. And didn't and, and there was, we always talk about this, like, with these coaches. Are there, is there at least going to be some in-game adjustments? There was none, ever. None, ever. Like, can't, like, it's like the plays you were running, these offensive linemen cannot block for what these plays that you're calling. Right. you got to do something. Didn't do it. Just kept on keeping on. At the end of the game, as you mentioned, like called two, they called two consecutive timeouts, which cost them a five-yard penalty because <laughs> oh, you can't God. do that. And then it moved, it moved from a third to seven to a third and two, which made it much easier to convert. And, they had, just... and they had to call them consecutive because otherwise they were gonna, it was going <laughs> to go in the end zone. So the Raiders, by the way, on fourth and two, fourth and two at the Cowboys 27, I believe it is, going to attempt a 40, well, let's call it the Cowboys 29, going to attempt a 46-yard field goal to go up eight. And they will, in fact, do that. So they decide, let's not go for this. Let's go up eight. And they do get it from Daniel Carlson. So 46-yarder converts 27-19. to Raiders now with 328 left in the third quarter. And uh, we'll update the uh, in-game line just as soon as it pops back up on the screen. 
If you uh, if you tailed in the DeAndre Swift rushing yard yesterday, bummer on that. Sorry about that. Uh, he got hurt early in this one. It was a rushing attempt and one of those deals where the the guy tackled him and all of his body weight fell on him and he was turned yeah. sideways. And so I don't I'm not going to speculate if it's a collarbone or whatever or something like that. But we've seen that a lot, right? Like where you get compressed sideways like that and. And it's some sort of, you know, up in up in this area uh, deal for him. So, a uh, bummer. That's uh, the risk we take whenever we uh, whenever we bet some overs on any of these, on any of these running backs for sure. Yeah, Raiders minus three and a half in game sixty two now the uh, in game total. Um, the other thing about the Lions too, just what you were saying right there, you talk about it, it was the worst called game in the history mm. of the NFL. You called it. Dan Campbell it, is calling plays now. It was not Anthony Lynn. So anybody wants to blame Anthony Lynn, this was Dan Campbell yeah. calling plays. The, every time they decided, we're like, we're going to actually go vertical and throw the ball downfield. It was like, oh, why aren't you doing that on every drive? Why, why is it yeah. that you can't? And it's like there were so many plays. There was another, by the way, we talked about the end of the game against the Browns last week when they had a third and 14. They ran a draw play. There was a third and long in this one. We did the same thing. A draw. I'm like, what? You don't even, you're not even. You, you don't want to win this. There was you? a did there you? was a third and twelve. He ran a running play. Yeah. There was oh. a there was a third and thirty two that he ran from midfield. Yes, that he ran a draw. Where, uh-huh. hey, dude, you don't have to. You can just get in field goal range. Uh, we understand you're, right. you're, you're, you're probably not going to get the thirty two yards, or thirteen yeah. yard pass, or but like, try to you get can 13. get in field goal range. Yes. But his his archaic thinking is uh. like, oh well, we're not going to get the thirty two, so let's run a draw. And it's like he wasn't even thinking. Let's get in field goal range. They're a play you, against. I'm sorry, Kelly. Go uh, ahead. Did you see the the record uh, that Jared Koff set today? No, what was 21 that? 21 for 25. That is the highest completion percentage on th- on a things in a Thanksgiving Day game. Yeah, when you don't throw it, it downfield, that'll happen. <laughs> his his quarterback IQ is cratered near zero at this point, as far as I'm concerned. Lions have bet against him the rest of the way. Oh, it doesn't look like they're winning anything. No, and no. this was their day to win. It they ain't couldn't happening. pull this one out. Yeah, yeah. it ain't happening. We'll come back. Prop watch with the Bills and the Saints a little later. We'll take a look at AFC East odds next. Beeson's primetime action. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests we are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Black Friday offer is here. Black Friday is manana. Right now, when you sign up for a $99 rather, midseason football special, you also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other fantastic gear. I'm, I'm spreading out my words so I can watch a play at the same time. Oh, my goodness. Huge gainer for the Raiders. Uh, first and 10, deep in their own territory. Tate Jones all the way out to their own 45. Uh, limited time offer on the Black Friday offer, though. VEASAN.com slash subscribe is where you can sign up now. Please do, because, again, it is a limited time offer. want to say um, thank you not only to Sean McCullum, who is in the corner. Uh, it's not just Matt, Kelly, and I doing this show. We're just the, we're just the lovely pretty faces. I think I can say that. No, we're, we're the ones who get all the glory for it, but really, Sean McCullum's in the corner doing audio. Isaiah Wrinkle uh, downstairs. Wyatt, Von Wrinkle, you might have heard of Von Wrinkle, yes. That's correct. R- Sorry. Refer to him, yes. That's his official name. Yes. Uh, Wyatt Tomchek downstairs. They, too, are taking uh, their Thanksgiving night and spending it here uh, making this show happen. So thank you to all of those guys. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody who makes this happen here at VSIN today. Um, Raiders up eight matriculating the ball down the field, and I just feel the need to bring up that if you're in a survivor pool, this is getting pretty sweaty for you. Uh, If you are among the two-thirds of people remaining, say, in this Circa Survivor, 14 were eliminated with the Detroit Lions loss today, which brought it down to 120 remaining in Circa. You perhaps are in your own survivor pool around the country. Of the remaining 120, exactly 80. The rem- two-thirds of the remaining 120 are on the Dallas Cowboys. I made a very impassioned case this morning as to why 
the optimal play today was the Las Vegas Raiders. There's a lot of football to be played. I will post it again on Twitter. I'll retweet it for those who are interested in, in that kind of thing and that kind of game theory. But right now, for a bunch of Survivor players, Matt, it is getting very dicey. Very dicey. Yeah, I mean, and, and I'm sure a lot of those people as well maybe put those uh, put those plays in. One, well, I mean, some people might not have any choice, but uh, also put those plays in thinking that uh, C.D. Lamb was going to yep. be in there as well. I think you're right. And... You know, it's a it's a, just a completely different it's just a completely different team, right? I mean, you you talk about you can you can get rid of one guy and still be able to. That's why you stockpile these receivers like this, right? I mean, you you can have Amari Cooper not play and still get by with a with a CD Lamb because then just him being out there makes it stuff much easier on a Gallup or a or a Wilson or whatever it might be. But man, when you don't have both of those guys out there and you have to rely on either a Cedric Wilson or a Michael Gallup to be your number one, it's a it's a bad, bad scenario here, and like this isn't just. So here's, here, I mean, like this is another thing that I'm sure will be brought up in in all of this. Gill is the fact that so CD Lamb is missing this because CD Lamb got a concussion. Mm-hmm. Amari Cooper's now had to miss two games because he didn't get vaccinated, and then now has had to miss two games and might end up costing in this team a win today and all the different and, and stuff like that, which is. One of those things where we do, I think, at least minimally as we start to get down further into this season, not a huge part of any sort of handicap, but at least has to be considered when we talk about things about like, okay, for example, we're really on, we're, you know, we're really high on the Vikings, Kelly, you know, well, the biggest thing coming into the season, we very openly, Kirk Cousins said that he wasn't vaccinated, right? And like, so. Yeah, but don't worry, Matt, he's got plexiglass everywhere. Could he, could he in the, in the stretch run here, like getting into a playoff? I mean, none of these guys expect to get it, you know, like none of these guys expect to test positive and stuff. It just happens to be, you know, Rogers gets his a little bit earlier. These other guys get a little bit earlier, but I mean, who's to say this doesn't happen in a playoff stretch, in a playoff run or whatever it might be. So, I mean, there has to be at least a a very small part of your handicap, at least if you're betting any futures, at least a little bit later on as to, you know, could the guy, could they, could they be down one of their star players? Right. And, and, we, and I, we don't really have the information to know who is and who yeah. isn't. Right. It's just yeah, the ones don't. that we definitely. Right. Know. It's right. besides the ones we definitely yeah. know. I mean, yeah. and that's when I'm not talking about a playoff team here, but that's what it made even the, uh, the Joe Flacco thing more interesting with him, you know, him tested positive and out now. So it's like you went, you went consciously to choose a quarterback to bring in midseason, and you brought someone in who wasn't vaccinated like that. Sounds like that question was never asked. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, and then we even talked, you know, when they first brought him in, he wasn't even with the team for the first couple weeks. So I, I that that's a real head scratcher to me. We, we've been saying since last year, it's almost like you want to sign a quarterback and make him go live on an island somewhere by, by himself for a few months and practice. I also just want to point this out. And then we still have a full quarter of football to play, Mm -hmm. and they're only down one score. So Dallas could still win this football game. Um, But if this does hold, we've already pronounced the NFC's dead. It still would be Dallas by two games in the loss column, clear of Philadelphia Mm -hmm. and Washington. But all of a sudden. But all of a sudden, like (laughs) for the first time, you sort of have to say, uh, maybe we should keep an eye out on how long these guys are going to be out. Yeah, you're uh, you're you're hearing the Eagles right behind you. Yeah, you're certainly like. hearing yeah. the Eagles because the Eagles would have the old proverbial golden opportunity against the Giants to get within one and a half games of the Cowboys if this holds and if the Eagles were to win on Sunday. But again, a full quarter of football to be played, and the Raiders facing a third down and long here, so the Cowboys could 
get them off the field and get the ball back with a chance to tie this game up on a subsequent drive. Wouldn't it be quite interesting? Week 18, Cowboys and Eagles for the whole enchilada. <laughs> week 18. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we're far enough out where all of a sudden, because we've already pronounced there are five yeah. teams. And the Cowboys will still be in the driver's seat, right? They'll still be huge favorites to win the division. But the old Cowboys, Buccaneers, Rams, Cardinals, Packers thing, we've been talking about that for almost two months. I mean, the NFC was done quick with those five teams. I, don't I, know. I thought maybe not. I thought last like last weekend was going to be the potential the potential turning point week of the season, right? Because you saw so many of those teams lose. And I don't know about you guys, but it was like it felt like halfway through the afternoon on those games last week. I'm like, okay, so the Chiefs are obviously going to win this game now tonight because it, somehow in a two week span, the Chiefs will go from horrible in the AFC to all of a sudden right near the top, and it, it just. That's, of course, what so, happened, and it feels like that's such a turning point week last week. Man, that that to make the playoffs, I might have to find that somewhere here in town and, and, and get in on an, on an Eagles bet. So it was plus 135 yeah. before this yeah. game. Giants, Jets, buy. So you can, like, get anyone that's nicked up to, like, whatever. So they get one of these super late buys to come back to Washington, Giants, Washington. So it goes... Giants, Jets, bye. Washington, Giants, Washington. And then that Week 18 game against against the Cowboys. Well, remember, this is what I was always saying when we were talking about the Washington football team before the season started. And I think it was through, through the lens of Washington where it was like, okay, even if Washington ended up, and I think the example I used was after 12 games, if they were, you know, 5-7 and seven or even 4-8, and eight, that because they have that stretch of division games, you'd never know who could still win the mm-hmm. NFC East if someone wasn't way out in front. And so that applies to, you know, by the way, Giants can, if, if Cowboys lose, by the way, Cowboys are getting the ball back here down eight. So beginning of the fourth quarter, this game very much in the balance. But if this does hold, Philadelphia can get within one and a half facing the Giants on Sunday, and Washington can get within two facing Seattle on Monday night. Uh, Cowboys first and 10 at their own 11 to start things out. Dak completes. That'll be a first down. Nice conversion there. And no flags. No flags. Got a way to beat. That uh, Keanu Neal was making a play on that last one. That that non-play of Keanu Neal saving that ball that I thought was a fumble, but saving it back into bounds. I think, Matt, you tweeted this, too. That was one of the greatest plays I've ever seen in football. It was the best play that will not go down as a play in history. Yeah. That was incredible. Just to have in that split second the wherewithal to to do that, because that's not something you practice. like like, They're not practicing, oh, by the way, if a fumble's over rolling out of bounds, dive and hook it back in bounds. That was just an instinct play. It was beautiful. And that was another one of those, I think we got tripped up on this early in the year, but that's another one where, where the sky judge get there. Get there. There we go, Michael Gallup. <laughs> Sorry, I was distracted for a second. Big, big gator for the Cowboys. Nice pass by Dak. Michael Gallup on the receiving end. Plus territory. Uh, this will be first and 10 for the Cowboys at the Raiders 26-yard line. It was like it was like a Matt Brown water bottle pass back to me. It was. It just it fell was. right That in was just there. right in the bread basket right there. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Right in the bread basket. By the way, that, wa- oh. that Waller play, too, before the amazing save. Uh, to get the ball back in bounds. As children, we know that to be a catch. But in today's NFL, none of us were surprised so, that it wasn't. I thought it was. So that's where this whole sky judge thing comes into play. 
right, where they went and the re- the refs didn't have a good look at it, so they go buzz New York for this for this sky the sky judge angle, and they get a ruling right away. Because I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm sitting around freaking out. Why isn't McCarthy challenging this thing? Well, they already had the best look at it already on the field. So oh, it was so it was unchallengeable because basically because they already had the best look at it. All right. They still could have challenged it, but there was never going to be a better view than what the, the, the refs had already seen. There was also another one that McCarthy didn't challenge, though. Do you remember the, the Raiders got penalized on a on a play where Tay Jones made this unbelievable tiptoe catch downfield, like a 50-yard gain, and they're like, oh, well, it was going to be incomplete, so they have to take the penalty? I thought his toes were oh, up. yes, I know what you're he talking He should have challenged that one, too, I thought. That one he should have challenged, the one that you're talking about. I understand why not. Second attempt for the Cowboys. We got to go to break. Uh, they are inside the red zone, and they're going to have a third and two, a long two. When we come back, that'll be over by the time we come back. Beeson's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on Beeson, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available on Beeson.com. That's a prop tracker. Tracking props. For you to keep up with key NFL props, head to VEASAN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, or as Kelly calls it, the awards tracker. Betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VEASAN.com slash NFL. So Cowboys appear to score a touchdown, and then what do you know, a flag? Uh, both flags Two on, flags, on yes. Tyron Smith, <laughs> who, dual app- flagging. who apparently moved early and then also held. Earlier in the game, he blocked his own teammate, too. So that, yeah. was, that was interesting. He blocked his own guard that was next to him. So with over 12 minutes left in the game, and by the way, a I don't think they should have thrown a flag on Jonathan Abrams on the uh, subsequent third down and long play on, on a sort of maybe too aggressive hit out of bounds. But right. they could have. Dallas with 10 penalties for 117 in this game. Vegas, Las Vegas, seven penalties for 55 yards. So 17 penalties for 172 combined. Cowboys getting the worst of it. Um, So they settle with 12 minutes left in the game, down eight, for a chip shot Greg Zerline field goal. So now it's 27-22 Las Vegas. I think that's the right call there. Still enough time in this football game. I don't think you go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the right call. Um, real quick as the Raiders start their drive, let's look at AFC East odds because the Bills play tonight. Uh, Patriots are a half game up in the AFC East over the Bills. They, they're 7-4. and four. Bills are 6-4. and four. Here are the to-win division numbers and the yes-no playoffs and the adjusted season win totals and every other futures market you can find here. Patriots plus 130 to win the division. Bills are still the favorite, minus 165, despite being a half game back, headed into tonight's game against the Saints, where they are seven-point road favorites. That after this game is completed, Carr to Zay Jones for a first down. Deshaun Jackson. Oh, Deshaun Jackson. See, I wanted to say Zay Jones so bad. You were so eager to say Zay. Uh, (laughs) Yes, no is to make the playoffs. Both the Patriots and the Bills, heavy favorites to make the playoffs, both at $5 or more. Um, Dolphins and Jets just in a whole different category. Ten and a half both season adjusted win totals on the Patriots and Bills. Yeah, what do you what do you do with this? I mean, like it could do this, do this because this week is so I mean, like tonight and then this week is so incredibly huge in in all of this, right? I mean, like we don't expect the Saints to pull the upset tonight, especially considering how shorthanded they're gonna be, but man, I I, I will remind everyone. 
the Jags beat the Bills. So Oh, you don't have to remind me. So I mean yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I will remind everyone the Jags beat the Bill flag. Holding on the Raiders. I mean it's just like this is the longest. You know how we say sometimes when we're here on Monday and Thursday night yeah. how short some games are now yeah. recently? This is the longest game. It is th- yeah. we're three hours past. We are early fourth quarter. This NBC, is one of those it's one of those games where off. you just leave the flag on the field and if there's not a penalty, you just pick it up. <laughs> You just pick it up every play. Just assume there's yeah, one. As opposed yeah. to throwing it, you just leave it out there, and then if there's not one, you just go, oh, see, look, there wasn't one. I'll put that back in my uh, my pocket there. Wow. This is this is legit going to run right up against the uh, the NBC game. Yes. Oh. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. For sure. First if tw- not a bleed over. First and 20 now. Derek Carr looking deep. Got oh, a man oh, wide wow. open. Hunter Renfro. So good for a baseball player. No, it's not Hunter. Re- yeah, it is Hunter Renfro. All the way down to the 15-yard line. Wide open. The Cowboys have been able to get negative pressure on yeah. Derek Carr all day long. And with that, with him having all day to throw, he's actually – I mean – Secondary's it, getting worked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't cover for no, – you can't. You can't. Seconds. You like, can't. Yeah, you I can't. mean, you just can't cover for that long. It, it's impossible. You so. don't usually see Renfro that far downfield yeah. either. Um, Anything on the adjusted season win totals? Because you assume a Bills win tonight. Patriots are large favorites against the Titans on Sunday. But the Bills, again, let me just quote Aaron Schatz from earlier this week on a numbers game, the most single inconsistent team they have ever tracked in the history of football outsiders, this version of the Bills. So can you rely on anything with that team? Yeah, I mean, it's – I expect them to win tonight again because of how how shorthanded the the, the Saints are tonight. But, I mean, mean, we have seen – again, we have seen this offense come out and look just completely, completely putrid. Yeah. So, I mean, would it would it shock me against this? Look, the Saints' defense is still good. It's just they don't have an, have an offense at all. And and so you go, well, you know, then the Bills won't have to score many points. Well, I mean, by the way, I'll remind you that they lost nine to six to the uh, to the Jags <laughs> in that as well. So it's like, yeah, they didn't yeah, have to score many points in that one either, and they still lost. So that is a possibility. Oh, it's not enough. out of the oh man, more flags. Two flags. flags. I don't even. I've never even seen that many flags. They're just going to even this up. Here's another one on the Raiders. This has got to be a hold <laughs> on a run play. Yeah. So this is just and this to say that this is a that the Cowboys need to hold them to a field goal here would be the understatement of all understatements because they get up two scores here as we approach the nine minute mark. It's going to be tough for Dallas, diminished as yeah. they are on offense. Yeah, because yeah. they just they don't they don't have any they don't have any playmakers. So it's second and sixteen. Second and sixteen. <laughs> Ten for one seventeen penalties on Dallas. Now nine for seventy five on the Raiders. They're evening up. It's like a basketball game. We got yeah. to even this out. They are evening out. Yep. Yep. So the Bills with six tonight. If we assume a win at seven, they close with Atlanta and the Jets. So then 8-9, and they would have to win two of the Patriots, Bucks, Jags, I mean Panthers and, and uh, Patriots. So they play the Patriots twice, the Bucks, and the Panthers. They'd have to win two of those four. Again, if we assume that they beat the Falcons and Jets and, and get the, the win tonight as a touchdown favorite. Do they go 2-2? Two and two? In the Patriots, Bucks, Panthers, Panther, uh, Patriots stretch. It's basically what you're betting if you want, if you want the over on them as far as win total. That's why this is the only thing I was a little confused at those those proof about focus numbers we were looking at with the probability of New England grabbing that one seed as the uh, Cowboys hold the Raiders short. Uh, just just because they play twice, 
still. You know, I mean, like this is talk about the. Div- I mean, the division still so up for grabs technically. Oh yeah, and, and, and like those division odds we looked at, I don't. They, they they're pretty pretty spot on to me. I wouldn't be. I, I think all three of us. A we know what the flaws of the Bills have been recently. We and I don't think all three of us believe in the Patriots as much as some others. So I'm not, like I would want more than plus one thirty on them. Yet I'm not running to lay one sixty five with the Bills either. I think I would. I if I had to bet the win total on the Bills, I would bet the over. If I had to, because I think you probably split <laughs> at worst. Oh my goodness! Daniel Carlson, who has made twenty-two and forty-five yarder earlier, just attempted a thirty-yarder, split the uprights, but now a flag. And I guess this is on the defense. Derek Carr is saying, "No way, no way." He better not. He, he, I thought he was walking back out on the field for a second. Oh my! Because it would if it is it on the defense. It it's a if it's on the defense. I think because because Renfro got within five, didn't he? No, I think it was six. Oh, you're right. So it's fourth and one. So they're consulting with Basachi and trying to determine what he want to do here. And Carr is desperately making his case to get back on the field. Let's see the decision here. Oh no! Wait! Oh, hold on. This has nothing to do with the. Ca- oh, wait a minute. So they decline it. They're not going to take the points off the board. They did the covering the snapper penalty. Yes. Illegal formation yeah. on the defense. All right. So so it was. It would have been fourth and two as opposed to one. So yeah. so he didn't want to go for the go for the fourth and two. I, it's the correct. It's the correct. Yeah, decision. I think that's the right call it right is. now. Right. Go back up eight. Especially yeah. with, like we keep talk, bring it up. Cowboys depleted weaponry. It's an eight point lead. You know, make them go down, score, convert two. So with the score 30 to 22 now, Raiders an in-game three and a half point favorite, in-game total 61 and a half. Feel like I've said that every time we've checked the uh, numbers on this game, but it remains there. So here's what I would say about this in closing, at least my closing. Remember when we went to the AFC West odds the other night? We did the same exercise with the AFC West. And the Chiefs who are seven and four and the Chargers are six and four, right? It's the same records at the top as they are here with the Patriots and the Bills. Remember the Chiefs were 11 and a half and the Chargers were 10.5, the Chiefs under and the Chargers over were better bets than these, as I recall. Yeah. Because the Chiefs would have to go 5-1 and one to exceed the over, and the Chargers would have to lose three games to go under their total. I like those two better than I like anything with the Patriots. The and other, Bills. the other one is you know that market we were going over yesterday to make it as a wild card team, and that was where I was kind of trying to do the math and look at some of these teams. And the Patriots were one of them. Where hey, if you want to bet them to make the playoffs, you can bet it. Like even at DraftKings, you can bet them and get a much better number. Than, you don't have to lay minus five hundred if you just split your bets across those markets of you know to make it as a wild card or to win the division. So oh. that's the other other thing to keep in mind when you're looking at this stuff. By the way, less than a minute into the college football game, Ole Miss decides to go for it on fourth and one and get absolutely stoned. They decide to run the ball, and uh, Mississippi State is true to the task. So Mississippi State now short field, 59 seconds into this ball game. The, uh, the Egg Bowl on the Patriots side of things. It's um, yeah, I mean to get to that over. If if you assume a, a Titans win as as touchdown favorites. They close out Jacksonville, Miami. That gets them to 10. They would have to win one of the two games against Buffalo or a game against the Colts. So that would, if you, if you again, if you assume the Titans win, you assume a Jacksonville, Miami win, they'd have to win one of Buffalo, Indy, Buffalo is, is that middle stretch for them. So not a 
You're not running to bed. Not running to bed. That one. That's what my conclusion was as well. We will come back. The Bills and Saints going to kick off about 20, 30 minutes from now. We got Prop Watch next. Beeson's primetime action. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests we are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Pick smart, look smart with the Express Football Pick'em. 
Join this two-part prediction pool series for free and compete for a share of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Express now to get in on the action. All new, made to hashtag Express you. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, VEASAN's primetime action once again. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Hope your uh, turkey day has been a good one. Hope it continues to be a good one. Hope your bets are going well. 30-22 to 22, Las Vegas. We are at the 540 mark. 540 left in the fourth quarter. Raiders trying to milk the clock. Dallas trying to get them off the field. Dallas with two timeouts left. And, of course, a two-minute warning coming up. Second and six for Las Vegas. They already had one first down on this drive. We will monitor it. In the meantime, Bills and Saints are coming up. Time for Prop Watch. All right. Oh, nice shot of a guy picking his teeth there and uh, stands there at, eight, at, at the old Jerry, Jerry world. Uh, okay, tonight, Josh Allen, Trevor Simeon. They are your starting quarterbacks, respectively, obviously, for the Bills and the Saints. Big difference, Matt, in their, in their passing yardage. 276.5 for Josh Allen, 196.5 for Trevor Simeon. You see the passing touchdowns with Josh Allen's juiced heavily to the over 1.5, and, and Trevor's under even more heavily, minus 275 to the under 1.5. Then the interception's always at a half. You see the passing and rushing yards as well. Did you play anything here? Didn't play anything on the quarterback side. Um... I think that these numbers are fairly spot on. I have Allen with a slight lean to the under on him. I have him more in that 265-ish range. Um, But again, that is kind of factoring in that I kind of feel like that this game is going to go in favor of the Bills. And so with that, fewer pass attempts than, than typical for him and a few more rush attempts than typical for this Bills team because I honestly think that, you know, given the situation, they should... They should come out and, and have success against this against this Saints squad the way that they're constructed today. So that's just kind of my own little adjustments that's made right there. I think if you give him his typical allotment of of pass attempts and things like that, it probably would would have played out to like right on that number. You know, it probably like would have come out to like literally like right right dead on that number. So uh, not a play for me at all. All right, we go to by the way third and twelve here for the. Raiders, after a penalty on a previous play, their 10th of the game. Carr looking deep. Got a man. Uh, it's oh, it could have been picked. Well, it would have been a punt anyway. Um, either way, they're going to have to punt it. Still just waiting for a flag. Like, there's, yeah, no, there's no, no, none. Not that time. None? That was Zay wow. Jones. Zay Jones intended receiver That's with Anthony Brown, on, Anthony Brown on him and almost picked. So remember yesterday when we were previewing this game, one of the things we said during that losing streak for this Raiders team was that Carr was taking no shots down the field yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, right. it, it, was like, it was a drastic change in the first part of the season. When Remember, this offense was was doing fairly well, mm-hmm. right? And, and at least this game, they have come out and they probably they, – you know, look, they're smart guys. They probably saw the statistics as well, and they're like, hmm, we've, we're losing and we're throwing dink and dunk passes down the yeah. field. Maybe this is something we should change here. I'll bring it up again. Brent Musburger was kind enough to come on the Megapod, the Beating the Book Megapod, last week, and he has the voice of the Raiders. He's at the game, mm. the, the radio. Oh, another flag, a delay this time on the Raiders. <laughs> That's their 11th penalty this game. We have 21 penalties in this game. That's got to be the most this year of any football game. Mm. It's got to be. Um, but he was saying how the biggest thing he has, you know, the biggest thing ailing the Raiders with all that has happened to them off the field, and, and we could talk about that stuff. Mm. It's obviously... Uh, you know, ranging from horrible to the worst thing you could ever possibly imagine what's happened off the field. Um, 
that really John Gruden's absence in terms of what has has happened on the field is that they're not getting the ball to Waller, they're not throwing the mm-hmm. ball downfield. It really, it really has been. Oh man, are they throwing a flag on that? Did the punter go down? No, no flag. This will be a return for no, the they, Cowboys. They destroyed that one, um, and it's going to be a pretty fine little. Re- well, maybe not. But the Cowboys will get it in good field position. They'll be first and ten from their own thirty-one. Three forty-one left in this game, down eight, with two timeouts and a two-minute warning to work with. Uh, let's go to the receiving props for the Saints and the Bills as we go to break in that ball game. Stephon Diggs of the Bills, 78 and a half. Way out in front of anybody else, both in terms of his yards and his receptions, by the way, six and a half. Cole Beasley's in the next market, 43 and a half with four and a half. The top Saint is Traquan Smith at 38 and a half yards and three and a half catches. Yeah, I mean, if anything, it would have been an under on Emmanuel Sanders yesterday, but this number has has plummeted, and even people are still betting the under if, if we're looking at the juice on this thing right now. This, it opened at 48.5 on Emmanuel Sanders. He has become the the obvious third option there now, like behind Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley. Like, he is he is way far down, and some would even say that he's kind of on par with, with the tight end and Dawson Knox as well. So he could be kind of like three or four in any given day as far as receiving options for him. At 43 and a half, I still have at least a a mild, oh my what goodness. What a pass Woo! by Dak Prescott. Wow. Even better than a Matt Brown water bottle. And catch. Throw. Look at that. Pass and that, catch. He could, you could not have stopped that tape, walked <laughs> the ball. <laughs> the, 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 he the corner is, is like, what in the world? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, what was the corner doing, though? He had his hand out, but Wasn't then was like, looking, looking the other way. Wasn't look great. Cat. Michael Gallup right Man. in the breadbasket. Downfield plus territory for the Cowboys now. 317 left. A little toe tap action as well. Good on him. Whew. What a pass. We were just we were just saying, boy, Dak doesn't look right when some of these passes, and that's about yeah. as good a pass as you'll ever see. So nothing on the receiving then for you? No, like I said, sl- slight lean to the under on Manny Sanders still, even at that number, but the the best of it is is gone at this point. All right. And then rushing props. Um you talked and you can review it here once again about uh how you feel about Matt Breida. Yeah, and so the interesting thing here is uh, I would destroy the over on that number. Like, I would just... Yeah, Yeah. because if they're... So if if they've gone out of the way to make Zach Moss a healthy scratch, then they expect him to be a part a big part of this offense right it would not surprise me if he out if he out touched Devin Singletary 23 and a half in this game yeah this number's up to 28 and a half now Uh since we made it well (laughs) you like 28 and a half too though touchdown Cowboys oh there it is touchdown Cowboys Dak to Schultz perfect pass go come on and we have a two-point game two-point conversion pending there's your gratuitous shot of jerry this feels like has to be has to be it feels like a miracle winner if we somehow pull this one out 32 yards to the house 254 left and now the cowboys will try to tie this with a two-point conversion although a little part of me in my head is like is mike mccarthy going to kick an extra point here the longest (laughs) the the longest game extra point then we go on side the longest game in history is certainly going to overtime like this is this is going to overtime all right, here it is. Huge. Needless to say, for many, many people out there playing Survivor and beyond. Dak, look at a pass. Got a man. Schultz, two-point conversion. We are tied at 30 with 2.54 left. 30-30. Oh, what a game. A game marred by 21 penalties, but what a game. <laughs> but a game nonetheless. Yes. But a game nonetheless. I'm looking to see where I got where I have Breed on because I'll play that right here. I gotta find that. 
I don't think I have the touchdown, the anytime touchdown prop. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm looking for that. So yeah. I actually, you can add to my little list here, Kelly. Um, oh, yeah. Our friends over at Circa have first touchdown score on Brita at 11 to 1. Ooh. So I went ahead and. Uh, actually, that's up at DraftKings, too. 11 to 1 at DraftKings as well. So I went ahead and took a little, uh, a little shot on that. Just a shot. I played, I played a little Dawson Knox in the, uh, in the first touchdown. For fun. Okay. A little fun today. Well, it, it was mainly just a price thing for me, right? So the one, one of the cool things that we've been, since we just do our little, you know, for fun first touchdown thing is I've kind of gotten a pretty good idea of what the prices are. And, like, every one of these favorites are normally down in, like, 550, 650-ish range, you know? Like, when it's the running back for the better, for the favored team. Mm-hmm. And they're typically in, like, the, you know, six and a half to one range right. when we've been doing these. What number did so, you get? 11 to 1. That's what I'm seeing. 11 yeah. to 1 still. Yep. So, I mean, I'm getting the running back who they're saying is going to get more touches, who they say is going to have a bigger role of the favored team, where every week we're, when we're playing this game, it's typically like 6.5 to 1 on that guy. And I'll get 11. I'll take 11 to 1 on him. So, bam, there it is. I, you know Rack what? It. You know what? I'm getting I'm getting Breida first touchdown, 11 to 1. I'm getting Breida anytime touchdown, plus 261. But you know what I'm not being offered? Breida rushing yards. So you may not find the Breida rushing yards. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. They're like, mm, whatever yeah. number we put could be egregious. Yes. Yeah, they're like, whatever number we post could be egregious. Yeah, they so we're not going to do it. They don't want that. So. Well, I would have pounded the 23 and a half over, but apparently everyone already did, Kelly. You said it's up five yards already. Yeah, 28 and a half. But yeah. you, said, you said pounded 23 and a half. You wouldn't go over 28 and a half still? I mean, look, that's a whole. I mean, that's a whole carry. You know, oh carry. Yikes. Oh goodness! Man. How wide open is that? Oh, that's Deshaun again. But there's a oh, flag. Don't oh, worry. There's that a flag. Might be why. Refs actually going to save us? This will be the twelfth flag. Oh, Derek Carr uh, doesn't. No. doesn't uh, Derek Carr is smiling. It's on Anthony Brown. It looks like. Yeah, get Anthony Brown off the field, man. How <laughs> many times have we been here this year? We've and Anthony Brown's gotten toast. Remember Antonio Brown, the very first Thursday night game of the year, toasted Anthony Brown. And the Raiders on one play get into plus territory with 240 left with the uh, catch and the penalty. Uh, the penalty being declined on this one, but with the catch, they're in plus territory. First and 10, Raiders, 238 left, 30 30 ball game. We'll come back. We'll update whatever score we have because we also have the uh, college game to talk about. We'll also talk about uh, the match five. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.